621 is the time. It's minus two degrees. And of course, the sun's going to come, you know, come up an hour later this morning than it did on Friday and Saturday, owing to the change in clocks. But I'm also ready. If, if anybody does the topic today of should we still be changing the clocks, I will be bitterly disappointed. And also, if anybody starts to pick a fight with somebody pointing out that it's not daylight savings time, there's no S, also punch in the face. Um, 621, and Scott Reed joins us, CTV political analyst, former advisor to Prime Minister Paul Martin. Happy Monday. Good mornings. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, you know what? Let's start with uh, Blake Acton running for mayor of Toronto. And it's a much more open field. So he might have been considered a fringe candidate the last time, but it's pretty well anybody's for the taking this time. Uh, his pitch is free TTC. There would be no fare. You could ride the TTC anytime, anybody for free. Good idea? Well, first of all, I think he can um, still be safely called a fringe candidate. Um, yeah, sure, it's a great idea, but what is behind it? There's no substance, so it's just it's just a bumper sticker promise. Uh, how are you going to pay for it? What are the consequences and implications of it? Is any of it thought through? I'm guessing not. So, you know, free transit, <clears throat> you know, is a monster choice with a monster string of implications. And if you're going to say the first, then you got to lay out the second. Meanwhile, who would have thought that the first casualty in this Chinese interference affair would be a provincial MPP and a provincial conservative MPP? That's that's where we are, though. Well, it's a fascinating case. So this MPP is, according to one report from Global, based on unidentified sources. So let's, you know, be careful. Um you know, indicated that, you know, this person's in the middle of not just Chinese interference, but is actually funneled money as a mechanism for for cash to be um, uh, moved around. And on that basis, Doug Ford had him set out a caucus. Um, you know, I... I kind of have mixed feelings about this. On the one hand, you say, all right, you know, that's clear, decisive action on the part of the premier. It's, it demonstrates there'll be a zero tolerance. On the other hand, I go, wow, this is one uncorroborated report based on identified sources. And you tell me, what if it all turns out to be untrue? I don't know how we'll ever determine if it's all untrue, but what if? So then this person just goes back in a caucus and they get the com their career back and nobody will ever ask another question again? I don't think so. I think there's a taint on this person for the rest of their life. Now, maybe they're guilty and that's that. But if not, man, oh man, that isn't just swift justice. That is cruel justice, isn't it? So I, it, it, it gives me a little bit of pause. Um, what's the threshold for determining that... Um, that you know we have to we have to look askance at our uh, at our neighbor what's the threshold for saying all right you can no longer fully participate um it you know that it, it just leaves me a little troubled sure um and what do you make there's a by-election in hamilton and things are heating up because the ndp candidate is being accused of anti-semitism for having participated in pro-palestinian politics back in university so I'll come at this from the pers perspective of a complete political hack, all right? So when these okay. charges, when this kind of charge arises, how do you handle it? Um, you apologize. You say there's no validity to it whatsoever. But certainly if any of my comments in the past have been offensive, then I want to be pr profoundly, I want to express my profound sorrow and regret. Here's where I stand on the state of Israel. This is what I'm all about. Or you say defiantly, you know what? Uh, I did it, and that's because that's what I believe. And if you don't like that, then don't vote for me. 
This candidate did neither of those things. This candidate sort of gave a half justification, certainly no denial, not not a not a, not a formal denial, an explanation, if you will. Well, I was involved in organizations in my youth, and um, you know, and that's all because I stand against discrimination of all kinds. Um, I think it's going to dog uh, the candidate, and I don't think that she was very effective in her response to it. Although something I find interesting is one of the things she said was, "Okay, offer me a quote. Quote me anytime I've ever said anything anti-Semitic." anybody and so far nobody's offered anything up that's fair on the other hand she also said i've had a messy relationship with racism which makes you sort of scratch your head and go i think you're gonna have to elaborate um because I don't really know what that means uh, what do you make of uh, Canadian, well, the RCMP, but I've been saying Canadian taxpayers, giving a horse to uh, King Charles? It's just, you know, like, why not Lady Gaga? Now, I know this has you kicking like an old gray mare, but <clears throat> I, uh, <laughs> like, here's the thing. If, if we're going to have a king, if we're still part of the Commonwealth, we're still, you know, there's still a king or a queen of Canada, then, you know, this is the kind of thing you do. Uh, then, you know, like a Roman emperor, we pay tribute. And, you know, there's, you know, he's going to be the patron of a bunch of charities in Canada and he's going to come here and they're going to tour and there's going to be all that stuff. Do I feel like in the aftermath of Queen Elizabeth, it all seems almost instantly and oddly anachronistic? I lost the power of speech. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course I do. But, you know, like we're part of the monarchy that we are part of a constitutional monarchy that's the way it works so uh, i can't get too vexed unless we're going to actually have a real kick a real kick up about whether or not we're going to become a republic uh, i'm reliably informed incidentally by the man who assembles this kind of information nick marano that today is commonwealth day so perhaps i have offended his majesty the king on commonwealth day uh, two notorious killers are in court today for oral hearings. They haven't presented any legal documents, and they seem to be representing themselves. Um, but they're going to argue, and I think they're probably going to win, that their parole eligibility should not be uh, sequential. It should be concurrent. So because they are, have been convicted of three different murders, that they'd be eligible for parole in 25 years instead of 75. Yeah, this idea of consecutive versus concurrent is is an interesting one. Uh, they will have a sympathetic judge because almost all judges and and you know established participants in the system are are sympathetic on that. But boy, oh boy, I don't know about representing themselves. I don't know how that goes down. And so that also that not only leaves you subject to that old adage about you have a fool for a client. Um, the judicial system doesn't like it. Judges don't like it. Um, in some ways, I think they think it's, you know, because there are provisions made for people who don't have resources. So I think they think that it's flouting the court in some way. So I, I'll be kind of curious to see how all this unfolds. Are you uh, eager to take a vacation in Ukraine? I am not. I, I, I saw reference to this and uh, I don't, you know, I don't mean to be uptight. I'd rather not be called a coward, but, uh, you know, my support for Ukraine, I think is fairly unqualified, but I, 
I'm not going to take my family there. I'm not going to do that. Not right now. Not when uh, shells are dropping and bombs are falling. Sorry. No. You know, it's interesting because I remember um, there was a, a biography of Lincoln, but it was written sort of as if it was a fiction book. And it opens with this scene where the Civil War is happening and there's a battle and a bunch of people from Washington pack a picnic lunch and they get on their horses and they go and watch the battle happening. So it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, but that was in a time and an era when there were there was an understanding that soldiers fought soldiers and wars were fought against uh, fellow armies. Um, this war is particularly clear uh, on the fact that Putin is trying to harm uh, civilian populations and scare the living bejesus out of them as, in order to back uh, Ukraine off. So, um, no, I'm not going to be uh, getting the checkerboard cloth and jams out just yet. Yeah, all right. Good to have you, sir. Thank you. That's Scott Reed, CTV political analyst, News Talk 1010 political analyst.